Stay tuned after our season finale for a look ahead at season two, plus a musical performance by the creator of our theme song, Johnny99. Time Signal Productions presents Duggan Hill, a radio drama by Andy Garland. Chapter 13, North Shore. So, how are you liking Edmonton? It's cold as fuck. Yeah, I've had a while to get used to that. Why do we even have a facility here? An old shipping company went under. Lots of real estate up for grabs in parts of town nobody looks too closely at. Cheap? A steal. Well, guess that's something. Right through here. I believe you've met Claire before. Good to see you again. How's Ottawa? Trudeau's still getting settled in. Sends his love. He was... A little surprised to find out we even existed. Well, we're buried pretty deep in the budget. Can you get the lights? Sure. So, where are we with everything? Everything we have so far is in the folio in front of you. Lists the victims, both fire-related and those suffering from unexpected afflictions after the destruction of Duggan Hill. Right. As far as we can tell, anyone who had direct knowledge of the entity residing in Duggan Hill is no longer in play. Hannah Gaines is comatose. The town mayor and Herbert Richler were both discovered in their homes after the fire destroyed the town. And what about the entity? Do we have anything on it? Aside from some physical descriptions, nothing concrete. The lair we found was abandoned. Nothing concrete? So it could still be out there? That's a possibility. If if you'll open to page three in the folio. How long have you been working this case? It was assigned to us shortly after the fire hit Duggan Hill. So months. You've had months. You've been poring over data autopsy reports everything we could possibly scavenge from what's left of the town where we have, without question, proof that an unknown entity was directly influencing not just people's health, but their minds, and we don't know where it is? working within North Shore's constraints. Almost a hundred people are dead, Claire, and you want me to walk back into the Prime Minister's office and tell him to his face that we lost the perpetrator? Sir, if I may. North Shore has never handled a case where the body count was this high before. And do you know when we were founded? World War fucking two. Sir, we have some theories. Everyone's got theories, Morrison. We pay you for facts. All right. All right. Do we have some good news, at least? From what we can tell, damage control is working. Our cover story about faulty equipment preventing the evacuation order from reaching Duggan Hill in time is holding water with the press. Some are still crying foul, but their lack of credibility leaves them as less than a problem. And what about the folks, you know, who actually lived there? We've separated out the ones with advanced conditions from the ones that appear to be healthy. Anyone who suddenly developed life-threatening illnesses after Duggan Hill burned have been treated by our doctors. There's some reports from them in the folio as well. 
How are they going to explain that perfectly healthy people just suddenly came down with tumors after their town burned down? We're altering their past medical records, changing cause of death where applicable, making it look less sudden, more hidden symptoms. All right, well, at least there's that. Sir, if I may, I think it's possible that it's gone into hiding. And why would it do that? The entity we've codenamed Mother spent over a hundred years looking after its people, and now they're gone. Maybe it's feeling that loss. And maybe it's looking for a new family. Great. Terrific. Any other insights you two want to grace me with? It's not like any of the others we've encountered before. How's that? It wasn't purely predatory. It had a, a symbiotic relationship with the people it protected. They fed it, and it took care of them. Kept them healthy and safe. Took their memories when necessary. And stayed off our radar for years. I don't think we ever would have really caught on if it hadn't have been for Zoe De Beers. Right. Right. I made a note about her. What page is she on? Sir? Well, I'm not seeing her name on the list of the deceased. We still haven't identified her remains, sir. Yeah. All right. So that's that then, huh? Town's gone. Mother's gone. Just a watch. Well, you did what you could. Wish we could have at least had something to dissect, but I guess living with disappointment's part of the job. Want a detailed breakdown of any sort of telltale signs we can look for. If there's more like Mother out there, I don't want to get caught by surprise next time, alright? Yes, sir. You can finish archiving here, then close up shop. I'll see you back in Ottawa. Just finishing up for the night. You left early. Yeah, I... I just... I, I needed to think. You ever had to sit down with Arthur before? Not like that, no. I've heard it's not usually so bad. Where'd you go, anyway? Um... In... I'm in a bar. I mean earlier. You took off while I was logging the last of the recordings. Had to get Erica to help me. Yeah, there... There, there might have been a sighting. Of Mother? Of Zoe. Near Provincial Park turned out to be nothing, but I kind of hoped, you know? Yeah, well, a lot of this job's just jumping at shadows. I got used to it. You ever work a case where we weren't just picking up the pieces after everything's gone to shit? No. And I'm not holding my breath for one either. So what do we do then? We keep learning. And maybe we'll learn enough that we can keep people safe. You should get some rest. Yeah, yeah, I should. Call a cab, okay? Okay. Night. 911, what's the nature of your emergency? Yeah, I'm... I think someone broke into my lake house. Can you specify your location, please? I'm on the back road by Bright Sand Lake, and there's... Uh, it's my family cabin. The door's just kind of hanging open. There's tracks leading in, but I don't see any leading out. Is there someone else inside the home? I can't see. Just hang on. I'm going to get closer. Ma'am, we're connecting to the local RCMP. They'll send someone to... Shit. There's someone inside. Hello? Ma'am. I know you're in here. Hey! Hey! December 11th, 2015. We're en route to the town of Turtleford, Saskatchewan. Since the incident at Duggan Hill, there's been a string of break-ins in the region. No violence, no valuables taken. Just food and water, and occasionally warm clothes. Yesterday, authorities arrested a woman who may be Zoe De Beers. 
No ID, but the mugshot matches what we've got on files from social media. She'd broken into a lake house and attempted to flee across a frozen lake. Since her arrest, she's mostly kept quiet. But officers at the station where she's being held are unnerved by her presence. Name's Gil Morrison. You mind if I sit? This is my partner, Claire McConnell. Hi. How are the fingers? Heard you nearly lost a couple of them to frostbite. Okay, then. Report said you didn't have any ID on you, and you don't really talk. We've got some questions, though. Are you Zoe De Beers? If you are, just want to get this out front. We're here to help you. You can trust us. Zoe, is there a reason you don't want to talk to us? We're ready to get you out of here. Somewhere much more comfortable. Get you some help. We just need to get some information first. All right. Okay. Think I'll go back to the motel. I'm sorry about Sasha. I know you tried to find her. She must have meant an awful lot to you. Yeah. I'm sorry, too. We've confirmed that local law enforcement do have Zoe De Beers in custody, and we're taking the steps to transfer her into North Shore care. The officers here at the station should be getting an update shortly. When she was taken into custody, the police brought a doctor to examine Zoe for any potential frostbite. During the examination, the doctor in question found multiple lacerations covering Zoe's shoulder, neck, and upper torso. The scarring is severe, but if there's any lingering pain, it doesn't seem to be bothering her. How'd you make out? Coffee's fresh. Muffins, not so much. Eh, Dale's never hurt anyone. You hungry? Thanks. I was just telling Zoe here that we're willing to help her out. Get her taken care of. Who's we? We're... Claire? We're good. Cameras are off. Station's empty. For the next hour. Wait. What? Zoe, what you saw in that cave there. You could go out and tell a hundred people what happened to you. You know how many would believe you? Zero. Except us. Except us. Wait, you know about the cave? We do, yes. It's our job. And you are? We're with a group called North Shore Consulting. Consulting? That's one aspect, yes. Research, analysis, management. So, are you lawyers, or...? We're brought in whenever the government finds something that doesn't readily play with people's preconceived notions. Notions of what? Of how the world works. Like, if you were to tell us that you saw, say, an eight-foot bipedal creature with tar-black feathers that could devour the memory of its victims... Our first question wouldn't be, how long have you been hallucinating? We'd have a lot of questions for you, but that wouldn't be one of them. How do you know about that? We found your phone. All your files. It's been invaluable in piecing together what happened in Duggan Hill. Without you, we'd still be fumbling around in the dark. So you know about... Yes, we do. I... Wow, I... I never thought I'd... So let's say we believe you, and everything on your phone actually happened. How do you survive? You mean... I mean you went into that cave, and you came back out again. Judging from what happened to Officer Gaines, that's not luck. So what happened? I shot it. It had me cornered near the back of the cave, and I... I shot it twice, right in the stomach. 
But it didn't even slow down. It just came at me. How did you get away from it? I didn't. It tackled me, pinned me down. It had a beak, sharp, and went from my neck. It was right on top of me, just this mass of feathers and flesh. It, it used its stump arm to keep me down, and it got me right here. <laughs> Guess it must have missed the artery. Lucky break. Yeah, still hurts. And then I stabbed it. You stabbed it? I still had the knife on me that we'd found earlier. Chad said we should hang on to it for evidence, and I just... I had one hand free, and the shotgun was useless, but there it was. I knew I was going to pass out from the pain, and so I just... I jammed the knife into its side as hard as I could. And it screamed. It screamed so loud I thought I was going to go deaf. There was blood everywhere, and it was shuddering, so I pushed it in deeper. And what happened then? It fell off me. Rolled to the side, trying to, to scratch the blade out. There was barely any light down there, but it, it looked like it was coming apart. How do you mean coming apart. Like it was dissolving. Disintegrating, maybe. I don't know. Just pieces started to come undone, melting away. It kept on screaming like it was in agony. And that's when the light from my phone died and there was just nothing. Darkness and silence. And then you left? Not right away. I must have passed out, I don't know how long. But when I came to again, it was gone. Just me and some bones down at the end of the tunnel. Couldn't find my phone. Had to feel my way out of the tunnel by hand and... And then I was outside and I... I started walking. You didn't reach out to anyone? I thought about it. At first, I just wanted to get as far away from Duggan Hill as possible. And... I had a lot to think about. What I'd seen. What I'd done. I walked until I found an old cabin that got lucky and didn't burn. Broken. Ate whatever was left in their freezer. Found a radio, got it working. Had a lot of time to myself to listen to the news. And that's when I heard about what happened. And what they're saying is not actually what happened. Yeah, that's... They're saying something about an old emergency messaging system that failed and people were... Zoe. I think you'll have to understand that there's a need for discretion here. But people have to know. They don't. Not really. Zoe, I understand that after what you've experienced, you might not be thinking clearly. 
So I want you to consider your position here for a second. Just take a moment. I want a phone call. And you'll get one, once we have an understanding. You are, as far as we know, the only person who survived an encounter with the entity we're referring to as Mother. That makes you valuable. And it also makes you a liability. A valuable liability. Your first instinct might be to scream about what you saw to everyone you meet. But that instinct would be a mistake. So what then? North Shore is prepared to help you get your life back on track. Your old apartment, just like it was. You can finish school, work if you like, or don't. We've got funding set aside to take care of your needs. And we've got doctors and therapists on staff to help you work through what you experienced. What's the catch? What do you get out of this? We'll provide you with a cover story to account for your missing time. You get to slip back in your old life like you never left. And from time to time, we'll check in. Just to see how you're feeling. And that's it. We might ask you some follow-up questions about the things you saw and experienced. But aside from that, clean slate. Provided that events in Duggan Hill stay between us. And what if they didn't? Then you'd be telling a story without a shred of evidence or credibility. Just a homeless felon breaking into family cabins in the middle of winter. Not a great look, really. I'm going to get some more coffee. Morrison? I'm good, thanks. It gets easier, you know? What? Learning the world isn't the way you thought it was. First time, I... I think I lost over a month. Just shut right down. Barely left my room. Couldn't sleep. Couldn't function. Survival mode. Guessing that's what you're going through, hiding out like that. I... I I couldn't... I I know. You don't have to explain it. How many people died? You trying to get me to say how many people died because of you? Yeah. Well, that's an easy number. Zero. You didn't kill any of those people. If I hadn't gone back... If you hadn't gone back... They would have kept on feeding that thing. Three, four, five people a year. Plucked out, vanished, gone. There were no good outcomes, Zoe. You did the best you could. And I might not feel like it now, I know. But somewhere out there, some poor soul's probably trying to find their way from one end of the country to the other. And they've got their whole life in a duffel bag with them, and they've got their thumb out on the side of the highway, praying some kind soul's gonna give them a lift, carry them a little further. I'm not saying they're gonna make it. But some of them would have wound up as bones in that cave if it weren't for you. So there's that. I think that's something. So what now? Well, I suppose that depends on you. Hey, it's Sasha Ismond. I can't come to the phone right now, so leave your name and number after the beep. I'll get right back to you. Hey. This is... uh... This is weird. It's almost like I know your voice. I know I don't anymore. And that part's gone. But it's nice to hear it all the same. It's like... It reminds me a bit of who I was. They put me on a train in Edmonton, and we just came out of the Rockies this morning, so... Not far now until I'm back home. They gave me a new cell phone, a suitcase full of clothes my size, a bank card they said I could use for whatever I needed. Within reason. 
And then they said they'd be in touch. And that was it. My old phone's fucking toast, but... They let me have all my contacts back on the new one. And I was going through them. Trying to figure out who to call first, and... There you are. I know you're gone. I couldn't bring you back, and I'm sorry. I promise I'll take care of your... our cats. <laughs> Even Oats the little shit. <laughs> I can see the city. It's covered in gray. There's these tall clouds rolling off the mountains, crashing into condo buildings. Our good old rainy Vancouver. Everything's the same. Except me. I'll never forget you. Goodbye, Sash. Duggan Hill was created by Andy Garland and produced by Time Signal Productions, starring Kelsey Ranshaw, Darren Hopwood, Richard Mean, Rachel Kent, Graham Miles, Starlees Wozchuk, Daly Nelson, Denise Ding, Javier Sotres, David Johnston, Andrew Lynch, and featuring Natasha Schulmeister as the voice of Sasha, and Jarrett Bisco as Arthur. Our logo was designed by Kara LaRose, and our theme music was composed and performed by Johnny99 and family. Additional music composed by Dustin Clark. Duggan Hill would not have been possible without the Vancouver Public Library and their Inspiration Lab, which provided invaluable recording space for our podcast. If you've enjoyed our show and want a piece of it for yourself, our tea Public Shop should now be open and features our redesigned logo on T-shirts, phone cases, notebooks, and more. Head on over and get yours today. Doug and Hill will be taking a brief break before beginning our summer series where North Shore agent Erica Chow will be digging deeper into the history of Doug and Hill and tracing the footsteps of its founder, Jeremiah Duggan. These mini-episodes, in addition to behind-the-scenes content, cast interviews, and more, will be available exclusively to our Patreon supporters. And of course, while the town may have been destroyed, the legacy will endure. Here's a sneak peek at season two. You awake on a stony shore, hands digging into the damp sand as you pull yourself up. There's the cry of gulls, the low groan of tall pines swaying in the Pacific breeze. Strands of kelp and driftwood line the shore, tossed about by the cold blue water. You're cold as ice, but you don't shiver. You're alone, but you're not alone. You're alive, but you shouldn't be here. The Drowning Isle. Duggan Hill's second season, coming this Halloween.
from everyone at Time Signal. I'm Andy Garland, saying thanks for listening, and carry on bravely. And now, Johnny 99, with Bottom of the Well.